That's bgpublicradio.com and the new iTunes app. This is Below the Deck. Below the Deck. With Nick. On FXBG Public Radio. FXBG Public Radio. FXBG Public Radio. So she keeps getting voicemail. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Um, we got a call-in guest that we're going to have in today, special guest on our Beyond Below. But before um, we get them on the phone, just talking. I'm in there here with Madman. It's on the boards. Madman, lowercase. You guys check that out on YouTube. Um, obviously, if you guys are familiar with some of the Friday lineup, you guys obviously know this guy. Um, I try to stay away from actually promoting both of them together so people don't know. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to tell people that the show's on, but I don't know if I should actually post the video on my page because I don't actually know if I want people to watch it. Like, It's, <laughs> it's a little bit hectic on Fridays. We we tend to get a little messy. It's just rowdy. It's rowdy. Yeah, we'll be, we be having fun. Um, here's, um, here's one thing. You guys... Give me one second. Can you can you mute this mic real quick? You want to mute it? Yeah. All Hello. Hello. This Hello. Is this is Nick from Below the Deck. Hello. Hello. Do you have that? Is that Hello. On? Hello. Are we on? On our. Hello. Our board is on. Hello. Nope. Hello. Did we? Because we were getting a busy signal before. Hello. 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 Why can't you hear nothing? I don't know. We're having technical difficulties right this second. But we're going to get it all together. It's fxbgpublicradio.com below the deck. I'm Nick, as always. We're getting um, uh, Nyana on the phone. Hello? Oh, no, I don't think we still... The music is coming from my computer, but she he just called on this one. I can hear her, yeah. She was on the line. She said she was getting. A, they were getting a busy signal whenever they were calling here, and then. Seven seven zero. It's calling back again. I can hear it ringing in my headphones. Seven seven zero. Okay, now I can hear you. Oh, now we got it. <laughs> I was like, 
I can't hear nothing. No, Hi. no, we can hear you. Yeah, we were just having a we were having a little a little issue. Technical on our, difficulty on our side. Yeah, I said that uh, you couldn't hear me. <laughs> but uh, we're we're already live on on below the deck. And before I say it wrong, can you tell me how to pronounce your name? Nayana Renee. Okay, that's what I thought. Nayana Renee. Okay, so it's Nayana Renee is on the phone with us, ladies and gentlemen. And obviously, you guys, if you guys are familiar with our connection with Big Woo Radio, she's part of this team over there, book writer, the poetic goddess. So um, now that we have you here, do you want to tell a couple <laughs> people? Um, welcome to the show. Obviously, um, we started a little Thank bit. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, we appreciate you guys always coming on. And shout out JT always for setting up, uh, having an awesome guest on here. But um, we're out here in Virginia, so for the people over here who don't, know um who you are can you give them just a rundown kind of of maybe like a little rundown of what you do and uh who you are okay well yeah i'm nayana renee i'm a poet author motivational speaker i'm also a domestic violence and sexual assault survivor um i tell a lot of my story through my poetry i have three books out actually now oh wow three books (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. How long? Um, how long have you been writing the books for? Um, I try to drop something every year, but this year I just been kind of um, not doing anything. But I started um, in 2017. That's when I dropped my first book. And what I wanted to do when I was writing my books, they're based upon my body. Um, like my first book was everything that was laid on my heart to say, you know. Right. And it was more so like a love poetry book, but not the typical love because I had the um, we together. I love him. You know, he's a great person. Um, we're going to go through our ups and downs to the I'm not supposed to be dealing with him, but his dick good. So <laughs> I'm going to keep dealing with him to the oh, he going to make me bust the windows out his car for <laughs> 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 him. You know, <laughs> so I tell everybody my poetry isn't your typical um, poetry. When you think poetry, you might think, oh, roses are red. And stuff. No, I have real poetry. Like somebody might get stabbed in my poetry. Somebody might get poisoned. Somebody might get cheated on. Um, uh, so you're living it, out it your fantasies. A lot. You're huh? living out. You're living out your real life fantasies in your poetry. You're like, man, yes. I should have stabbed you. Yes. Hold on, like let I me tell, write this. I tell my story. <laughs> right. right. Wow. So I the- want to say, eighty five percent of my books are um, actual factual things that happen in my life. Right. What's the What was your title of the first one? Um, poetic diaries, ambiguous love. Wow. So you so you hid in the title that when you read it, you think it's going to be normal and then you came out hardcore on it (laughs) yeah it's just more so like i i use the word ambiguous love because everybody loved me in their own way right and although i didn't like how they loved me i couldn't take that from them because people love how how they know how to love and a lot of times we think people gonna love us like we love them but that's not the case that's like saying people gonna breathe the air the same way we breathe it you know eventually it's going to affect each person differently so right and then um man that's a good that's a really good point and then so and then when you went into the second book what was your second book titled um poetic goddess blind silence that one touches more of my domestic violence and that's more of my mind 
um, everything that I had trapped in my head and my thoughts, my own fighting, my own demons from being suicidal to depressed um, and just different things that I went through as I grew. And also I have where I became conscious and more aware and tapping into my third eye and getting more in tune with me and loving me. So that's that's where that one comes from. Well, when you and when you talk about that, there do you do you um, still have trouble? Because a lot of people don't don't like to touch on those kind of subjects, and you being open with it, especially through poetry and things like that, I think you you have to open up a lot, you know, and, and tell a lot about kind of like you like you said, like real stories. Does that is that freeing to you, or do you still like you know? Does it like bring back the kind of the notion to you of like man I, I don't really want to be talking about this because a lot of people don't you know a lot of a lot of artists even don't talk about stuff like that because they're like man that's just it's just too much so do you feel like it's freeing to you or do you feel like it's still like kind of like hard to, to talk about stuff like that it's actually um freeing therapeutic uh-huh. um I actually touched a lot of people because of my poetry um I get a lot of women that went through what I went they was like oh my god like I was they they opened up and I allowed them to open up and get them to release and they came up to me like how do how do I heal from that you know and I feel like you can't heal for something that you hold on to you know over and over it it just starts decaying within your within your spirit so in order for you to heal from it and when you're ready to heal you're going to heal you have to first bring it out and then you have to kill it so first I'm bringing it out, but then I killed it by showing people that it didn't break me. You know what I mean? So I right. brought it out and I killed it. So I feel like it's more therapeutic than anything. Yes, it has me um, certain pieces that I perform. I get emotional. It, it brings out that emotion. But that's just me recognizing that I'm still healing. Right. And it's still a process and it's okay. Because before, while it was all going on, I, I stayed silent. That's why I named it Blind Silence. Because right. I stayed silent through so much. Even though you saw it, you still just didn't say anything. Yes. Even though I was going through it, it, it was hard. You know, um, yeah. especially growing up in the black community, we're told to not tell what's going on in the house even when what's going on in the house is hurting you hell no you, know? you better not tell no business outside this house what you talking about <laughs> yeah yeah so you know or don't say that or you yeah. know depends on the situation we, we're we told to keep everything quiet mm-hmm. and it it traumatizes you you know right at some point and and subconsciously we grow we grow with that on us and we're wondering why it's hard to love others why it's hard for others to get close to us you know so yeah no, I, I agree 100 percent. it definitely it definitely affects uh, where you come from and things like that too and also like you said before too um with the domestic violence kind of stuff where you're like you don't say anything too like you said earlier like where you like you don't know kind of what love is to you you're like i love this person they love me too and you're like this is you know this is how they show it and you're like no that's not you know like that's not the case sometimes you know what i mean where you want to see the good in somebody no matter what because of your love for them 
So you kind of you right. know you kind of ignore some of the other things where or not even ignore them or just, you know just kind of put up with it as like this is this is part of it. Like he loves me and it's it is fine. It's gonna be okay. We gonna you know we gonna make it work and stuff. So I think that it's exactly that, we we run from it. But you know people put love put a lot of a lot of things on love, and I feel like a lot of people don't even know what love is. Right. Because you gotta first find love within yourself. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people base love off of the fact of what uh, what what your needs are. You right, know, and materialistic like things. Yep, yep. Oh, I need. I want a house. I want a baby. I, you know, you should give me a house and a baby. In that we're in love, and this is failing. You're like, dude, you don't. Even, right. You don't. You just want stuff that you see other people doing. You don't even really care about the person that it's with, which is why a lot of people I think have these baby daddies now instead of husbands where you're like right. oh we had a kid and i thought oh we're gonna have a kid you gonna, we were gonna get a house that we were gonna do and you're like nope like i'm not even you know you gonna be arguing with me about child support next week what you talking about getting a house <laughs> so it, it is and, it, and it's sad it's crazy because it's a never-ending cycle and then you because it's a lot of people that praise um things that really should take time you know a lot I, yeah. I feel like a lot of people get in relationships with people that they don't even know right one, because it takes the process i don't even know myself because i'm forever growing right you know so my my life changed you know i used to like eating fruity pebbles with ice all the time but now i got to the point i like honey bunches of oats now you know i've <laughs> <laughs> changed over the years it's not the same me <laughs> right but that's a big thing that that's a big thing too. I tell people that that's why because I work too much. So I, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna work before I hang out with you, and I'm conscious of how much it actually affects other people's mentally. Like, you know, like whenever people do get involved, like, oh, I want to be involved with you in the whole thing. And my mental, like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings on purpose. But right. I, because I guarantee you, <laughs> if I have to go to work, if they called me tomorrow, we're like, yo, we got a show. I'm going. I don't care if it's your birthday, my birthday, <laughs> if it's Christmas. No. Like, if they call me to go to work, like, I go to work. Yo, we got a show to do. Like, we got to go do it. So. I keep that yeah, in mind. My birthday. Well, that's I know. I know it's it's horrible, <laughs> but so it, but I don't get involved with them, so they don't have to worry about it. Where I'm like, yo, listen, you're not gonna want to mess with me because, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna work. I'm gonna go to work because we're trying to build something. <laughs> that's important. We build relationships. Is cool too, but I'd rather build it with a stable job. You know what I mean? And I think that's a thing a lot of people get into. Also, is they get into relationships when they're not actually stable. Uh, in, in their own like living situations to where you right. actually like kind of depend on people too and, and that's how I think a few people get caught in some of those situations too where you're like living in a horrible situation but it's got so much depending on it you know what I mean you're like dude if I say something I'm gonna yeah. lose my house or I'm not gonna have a place to stay or I'm gonna have to go back to my parents house or you know so a, a lot of that stuff too is like I, I think like it's a dependent thing too where where you get kind of you know I think younger people do it where you get involved with financially involved with somebody else and then you realize like, oh, it costs a lot of money to live. <laughs> I can't do it by myself, <laughs> you know, and we didn't get a real job and you know, I didn't go to college and, and it, I guess, I, and that's another thing too, I don't think it actually matters if you go to college or not, but that's, that's a whole different subject. So. Right. <laughs> but and, you know what I'm um, saying. And my third book actually is an erotic book. 
Uh-oh. Um, and that one is called Poetic Box Permanent Sarazum. Oh. Oh, yeah, we knew. I heard you. I heard you earlier. You, I heard you. I heard you drop the line. You're like, oh, I'm just staying because he dropping the D's. <laughs> I definitely heard you. I knew, I knew one of them was going to come. I was waiting for it. I was like, okay. Yeah. When's the other? Yeah. What's that last book about, huh? <laughs> yeah. So it's, that's, yeah. that's I'm, more I'm of the fun. I'm talented and skilled, <laughs> but it seems like everybody wants that erotic side of me. I go to open mics all the time, and I be like, I want to talk about other stuff, y'all. Like, I got some deep stuff, you right. know. I got some deep poetry, and they be like, "No, talk about going nasty." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like everybody know me now, and when I hit the stage, when it be new faces, uh-huh. they be looking at me and they be like, "What's she about to do?" But then as soon as I start talking, they be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that just came out her mouth, and I'm and the guys just be sitting that they and they don't. They be like, they want to cheer, but then they looking at a woman like, she don't be doing nothing. This stuff this girl talking about, but I don't want to clap too hard. Girls don't be clapping. <laughs> they, they be like, this is she going to make. I, I ain't doing that when we go home. Don't, don't even be looking like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to move like that. How she even do that? Okay. <laughs> say, what? Put her hand where? The legs? <laughs> they was what? <laughs> Try to make it in your mind and shit. You're like, what the? The human pretzel? What the? I don't know how the hell she did that. <laughs> I'm to lose my man going to a to go into a, a poetry show. I wanted to come here. Now he's exactly. more excited than I was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but That's I tell funny. him off gate. I tell him I do not want your man because I do not want your problems. I don't know what he's like behind closed doors. And I tell any guy, um, I don't cook for no men. I'm sorry if we ain't in no. No marriage, no deep relationship where we, um, you taking care of home and all this. I'm not cooking for you. <laughs> home cooked meals is for meals that for dudes that pay bills. Uh, I'm sorry, we we go out to eat. I'll eat a tip, but I'm not cooking for you. You get cereal in a sandwich, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you lay some good D, but I am not about to Beyonce you. We is not, mm-mm. I know. You think <laughs> though, I. With that, you think Beyonce cooks food at her house? <laughs> I don't. They probably. They, I don't think Beyonce I don't know how to cook eggs, bro. In real life, you know, you're like, yo, can I get a hot dog? She's like, what? Did you, did you call somebody? Did you call the, okay. the cook or something? Yeah, I don't know who you. I just okay. call people when I need food. I don't. I have no idea how to cook anything. <laughs> okay, like, um, shout out Beyonce. First of all, they about to be. I, I don't. Mm-mm. I don't, I guess, I had like a whole dude, so I guess guys don't know, I guess that's why I'm single now, What's so your, um, I'm working on that, I'm working on that, I'm working on that. What's um, your favorite thing I, to cook, though, when you do cook? Huh? What's your favorite thing to cook when you do cook? Well, right now, I'm, uh, I'm working on trans, um, transforming into veganism, so. Oh, you don't want to eat meat? I'm, I Is that where you don't eat meat? I actually have this tofu. I actually have this tofu Alfredo that I make that's bomb. Um, I love pasta. I make pastas. I do some good macaroni. Like, I know how to cook the meat, but I don't really, I feel guilty touching the meat and, you know, everything. So I really don't deal with the real meat. So I stay within the forms of pastas and salads. Something I can substitute with tofu, mushrooms, and things of that um, nature. But, yeah, I'm a beast in the kitchen just... No, he can't. He can't get all that. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm his meal, 
So you won't leave, you won't leave full, but you just gotta leave. You know what I mean? Like, so right. we ain't gonna have time to cook anyway, cause you gotta go. I'm, yeah, after after we done, I just want you to go. Like, I don't want you looking at me. You don't hold me. I be looking like <laughs> they putting on their shirt. I be handing them shoes and stuff. Like, damn, I got my sock on. You trying to get like you just got to go. No, I'm good. Go, go, blooded. Um, with I the, got mine. With the vegan thing, though, that is where you, where you don't eat meat, right? Is that where no, no meat, no nothing by animals. So no eggs, none of wow. that. Wow, so, so no you eggs, don't no drink cheese, milk, anything and stuff? by animals. No, no I've been off milk? milk. I haven't had milk in three years. I drink almond milk, or either I will make my own milk, which out of hemp seeds and stuff. Wow. So yeah. I, I don't. Knew, I don't drink you, from so cows. You don't eat cookies though, then, because they have the eggs in them. No, I actually have an egg placement. Um, they have this egg substitute. It's kind of like a flour, uh-huh. so you can make homemade cookies. Cause I make edibles. Cause I like edibles. So, right, yeah. allegedly. Where you, <laughs> allegedly, where are you at? South? Are you in North Carolina or South Carolina? South Carolina. Yeah. So allegedly, she likes to make edibles. That is. Um, and when she's in legal states, that's, that's, she, she makes edibles in legal states. But allegedly, she makes them at him. This is just a hypothetical. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Disclaimer. Yeah, allegedly. This is not, this is not real. It's just for the radio. She was lying for the radio. I use CBD oil with no THC. Really? Yeah. Yeah, those are edibles. We got CBD stores. Those are, do so- you? Really? Do y'all have do y'all have yeah, that down there? Yeah, we have CBD stores. They just don't sell the THC. So yeah, people people say that up here. They're like, it'll make you, it'll get you where you want to go, but not all the way where you want to go. I'm like, oh no, I want to go all the way. <laughs> it's good for depression and all that stuff. It just calms you. Um, yeah, you know, it just calms. Yeah, it just calms you. I tell a lot of people that though, and that's funny because I see that on on my social media, and they're like, I'm depressed in this whole thing. I'm like, motherfucker, go buy some. Fucking, you know, go get Allegedly. you a little, go get you a little bit and roll it up, or even you can put it in a little, in a little pipe, and you just have yourself a hit until I guarantee you, you know, you you're not gonna be sad. <laughs> That's the whole thing. You might, it's not gonna solve your problems, off. huh? Until it wears off, I have to tell them the deal. You have to deal with yourself, you know. Yeah. I always tell people, don't use any substance as a way to get away from yourself because yourself is something that's going to always be there. No, nah, you can't. You realize when you get more Period. faded that that's all you're going to think about. If you get too faded, that's all you're going to think about. It's just like your problems. I did that um, eating the uh, eating the good old magic mushrooms. That shit will make <laughs> you look at your life. That'll You will dissect your life in a way that you do not even want to. You be in there like, oh, oh man, I got to get my shit together. <laughs> like what? You're like, yeah. what you, I thought we were having fun. You're like, nah, man. I gotta get my life together, man. This, couches are broken and shit. The walls need to be painted. I need to change this house. This is where we live. We live here. You're like, what the? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Just analyzing everything, man. I gotta get the kids in better schools and stuff. Like, what the, they go to public school. You're like, nah, man. We gotta get them in private school or something. The, the market's going down. You're like, yo. So. You gotta watch, you know, if you're not in a great space, definitely, definitely don't be doing some, some crazy stuff. Allegedly, in states that you're not Allegedly. trying to do. Most, exactly. In states you're not Most supposed definitely. to be doing that in. But we're having fun. And um, also, so let's get into um, some more. Um, you also do some of the stuff at the Big Woo Radio, right? 
Yes, I'm actually a co-host. Um, yeah. I have my own segment on the show called Nyana Sexy Thoughts, and either I do some erotic poetry or I ask some of the um, naughtiest questions um, that probably would make some uncomfortable just to kind of see where they at sexually. Oh, man. And um, I'm, I'm just a, a big all-time person that just bring a lot of energy everywhere I go, you know. No, I hear you switch your voice up whenever you do that. Oh, I do the Nyana's yes! Dirty Talk. <laughs> so I have I, that talent. But see, that's my other twin. I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini, so we have two different voices. Right. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> you and every other girl. You and every other female has that whole all of a sudden. You, wait, hey, hey. Uh, yeah, like hey, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm about to ask See, you something when I get crazy. Sexy and nasty, yeah. I have to use a different voice. You know, you have to yeah. because you have to feel the vibrations of the words. You know. Nah, it gets Make every sure you guy. You know that it gets. That's what you see in their faces. You like, oh man, maybe on this motherfucker. Even over the, over the radio, you said, oh what. what? That was dirty thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man, who's not gonna read? Hey, Renee, I, yes, I, think I, I need to go yes, check her out. Yes. Follow but, me. Yes, on uh, all social where, media platforms. Where are you on social media? Can you tell everybody so they can um, find you over there? Um, yes, you can find me on all social media platforms at Nyana Renee, N I A N A R E N E E. I have a YouTube channel. I have Instagram. I don't be on Twitter, and I be on Facebook. Oh. And you can go to NayanaRenee.com. That's oh. where you can purchase my merchandise and my books as well. And what did you say that? What's the website called? NayanaRenee.com. NayanaRenee.com. So you guys make sure you guys check yes. that out. Um, there was another question I was going to... Oh, on your Facebook, I saw that you also you have um, your African name on there. Do you have? Yeah, this, Adwa. Do you have? Adwa. That just means I was. Um. That just means I was born on a Monday. Is that? Um. Do you? Do, are your parents? Um. From from over there? Or are they from here? Oh um, my! My parents are from here. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, no, I just I just noticed that. I saw I was just um I just was yeah. on your Facebook. I was I'm just rolling on your Facebook. Into it's tracing a... my um ancestral background. Uh-huh. So I started learning little things um along the way. And I'm um actually me and my daughters will be going to Africa in January, sometime in January or December of next year. How many kids um, do you so I'm have? really excited about that. How many kids do you have? You have two daughters? No, I have three daughters. Three daughters. <laughs> yes, my oldest is actually about to be twenty. Twenty. Um, me and her. <laughs> yes, I have a twenty-year-old. Um, twenty. A twenty to be twenty-year-old. I have a thirteen-year-old, and I have a ten-year-old. So you spread them out, All girls. But here's the thing with your with your oldest uh, daughter. Does she listen to to your stuff? <laughs> Not, not that I know of. Um, do you think that, her friends do. 
Because I was just saying. Her friends love me. Her <laughs> friends love me. They want to buy my books. But I'm like, no. No. But no, I I, I don't let my kids. Um, buy. They know what I do. Uh-huh. Um, and they're my big support system. Like my 13-year-old, my her teacher's like, your mom a writer. Like, she need to come put her books in the library. My daughter's like, no. No. My mom's books can't be in here. <laughs> so, oh, no. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Coming for yeah, a career but, day. You ever gone in for career day? Like, can you read, read us a poem? <laughs> like, nope. I, I actually did um, perform a poem at her school. Um, I have other poems that I don't, um, that I keep for like church events. Um, uh, I keep them for like PTA meetings and stuff because I have been called to come out to different places. So right. that's why I'm so versatile. I write about a lot of things, but I also know when and what to say where you know so i make it where i'm able to be booked no matter what you got going on if you got an atheist festival i'm sure i could whip up something for that too yeah you play for the rim always um here's a question though um have you ever thought about writing a children's book uh poetry book since you've done the you know you do the adult you do the the domestic violence you do the real serious stuff have you ever thought about doing a book for four children like a kind of like a dr seuss maybe type of deal or something like that uh, no not like that i actually was um thinking about in the near future working on a children's book to bring up more um issues that children have things that i've been through um from my child self point of view so i'm actually going to get my baby girl who's 10 um involved with that to help me to really think how a child thinks with without me having to use big words so she's really been a helpful um part of my life in this journey as well so we're we're going to work on some things but not poetry it's actually going to be a story because i want kids to be able to start opening up start telling what's going on you know and start healing now because right. if you teach a child to heal now as they get older they'll be able to heal and we have less less hurt people hurting people right i also think it's important too to um get the message to the kids that especially within the line of work that we do where it's like the encouragement and motivation of like because you know like i think a lot of people push you and to be, hey, this is not realistic. You're not going to be on the radio. You're not going to be making songs. You're not going to make poetry. Like, you need to go to school and learn math and make sure you get a job so you can have a real job. And then, and I, and it's funny because I be telling people, I'm like, yeah, I make way more money than, than a lot of the people who go do math or whatever the hell they do. I have no idea what people do during the day uh, for money, but... Whatever they do for money during the day at their jobs, I guarantee you'll probably make more money than you doing this. And people tell you, you can't do that. You can't go over and, make, you know, can't do radio shows. You can't make music. You can't be a producer. That's, that's stuff on TV. And you're like, you know, people on TV are just normal people. We're the people who make right. that stuff. Like, it's made up. All of it's made up. Anybody can do it. So it's just having the drive, but... And, and also the motivation, because especially coming from, like, I come from a small market. So, like, there's, like, not a huge market out here where you're, like, it, it would be crazy. Like, now that we've built it up and we have radio stations and shows and things, it's different. But at first it was, like, yo, there's nothing. Like, what are you going to do? 
Like we're gonna build it, right. and they don't get it. Though a lot of people think because they're not from New York City or Hollywood or this whole thing that you can't make it in in doing entertainment and you know, or even just art and expressing yourself with the art and entertainment and things like that. So I think that's Indeed. always important. So um, I was wondering, could I share a piece or two? I was gonna let you de- decide which um, one you want to hear out of which book. I want to hear them all. We got, what is it? It's 808. It's fxbgpublicradio.com. I'm Nick, as always, uh, your host, uh, Below the Deck. We got, what is it, Nyana? Nyana Renee. Nyana Renee. I just make sure I say your first name right. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm looking at it, but it's not spelled the way, and I should have wrote it down the way that it, that I'm going to say it. I keep wanting to say Nyana. And that's like, Nyana, though. Nyana and Renee. Nyana. Nyana Renee. And um, do you want me to pause this background music? I don't know if you can hear that. Can you hear the music in the background? Oh, yeah. I can hear it a little bit. Do yes, you, you want, can pause it. I can pause uh, it so you can do... Um, okay. A sk- uh, you can do... You do do them all. Do as many okay, as you want to. We got you. 20 minutes left, so... <laughs> I think I'm gonna do the whole book. No, don't I'll, read the I'll whole book. I'll give you one out. Yeah, I will give you one out each book. Give me one serious so one, and the then you, one. yeah, go, yeah, go down the line so they can get the, the serious, the and then before it gets to the to the eroticness. I know. I don't care. I'm fine. We can do whatever. Do this public radio. You can say whatever you want to. And I'm 100%. Okay. I don't. Yeah, you, you ain't gonna make. I'm not shy. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't gonna stir me up in here. <laughs> okay, so this one is out of Poetic Diaries, Ambiguous Love, and this poem is actually titled Why. Oh. Your ass gonna learn today. No longer up to these games. You either with me or against me. I'm done before you have a chance to dismiss me. Parts of me think it's funny how you now stand in my shade. It's like I'm being blamed for the mistakes you made. Being with you now makes my heart shiver. It's completely frozen, so love can't be delivered. When we met, you told me that we will have unconditional love forever. I see now your love wasn't packed with a guarantee. My heart that pumped rapidly in love with you has no speed. The hate storm is approaching heavily. The pain in the water runs deep. My mind keeps running like a clock with feet. I can't sleep. I can't eat. I feel so confused, betrayed, and empty inside. I want to get lost. I want to break free. My heart says stay. My mind screams leave. I can't leave. Not like this. Before I decide if I should go, I have one thing I want to know. Why did you stop loving me? No matter what you put me through, I've been there for you. No matter how many lies I listen to come out of your mouth, I never gave up on loving you. I was no walk in the park, but I was well worth the journey. Never held not one flaw back. Never been unfaithful to you, yet you say everything is my fault. How the hell did the tables turn on me? I decided that our love must part. Badly as I love you, I can't stay. I told you before to watch where you lay. Now you made this bed, dog, so be reminded of the fleas. Don't worry about me. I can do better by myself. It may get rough alone, but it was rough for loving you. I love you like I birthed you myself. 
It was me who ended up hurting at the end. Can't believe I caught you in bed with my best friend. Since you hurt me, my blood runs blue. When you finally get your shit together and the tables turn on you, take notes of this day. Be reminded when karma comes out to play that you decided it was my heart you broke. Why did you stop loving me? Snap, 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 snap. That's a great poem. Um, man, that is, that's really in-depth. I guess now I understand why um, why you did it in a book. Because it's not just like a, a haiku of like, you know, right. a couple sentences. You went really in-depth there. And, then, and on that story, like it gave a full story of, you know, kind of the whole relationship. Where you're like, oh, we we're together, and now we're not. And then even after the fact where you still have feelings and things like that. So I think that's, a, that's really dope. And what did, what book yeah, is that one in? Oh, go ahead. I didn't. I was saying, what, well, what, what was the title of that book that, that, uh, that, that poem? Why? No, why oh, not? that was the book, um, was poetic diaries, ambiguous love. And that poem was called why. And that's that's super dope. So that's from the first book that you wrote, and that was in twenty seventeen. Yes, that's from the first book. And you said that one was more about personal relationships, and and, and it you... was all the people that said "I love you" to me. Every time I heard the word associated a relationship with love, uh-huh. you know, you get in relationships and you never drop that L word. Right. So I wrote about every relationship that I ever dropped that L word because it shows my experience with love. So and what, it gave me a background of it. Was it, though, for you being the one who says love or even just somebody else telling them that they loved you? Both. Um, both. Because, you know, it affects um, I can you different. say nobody ever said it like we both we both said it together. You know what I mean? Right. So it was never one sided. It was the the issue was we we said it. I showed it. You you know what I'm saying? Right. So. I was backing my actions with what I was saying. And at the time, my actions was so powerful that I didn't realize that they wasn't even putting in any action. You know, it was like I was giving 95% and my 95% was so powerful. They was giving five that I was so high off my 95% that I'm thinking they was giving an even percent as well. You know, not realizing until after the end that they was only giving five percent and I was the one who was pushing most of the weight. Blinded by the love. Right. So that's dope. And then you got something you wanna do, um you wanna do something from the second book? Yes. Um I do one for each book. Um so this is out the book Poetic Goddess Blind Silence. And this one is called who played who? Hold on. Before you start, can you give everybody real quick just your um your social media? Nayana Renee, N-I-A-N-A-R-E-N-E-E. I just want to make sure we keep plugging it in between these so in case they hear the one that they want. Nayana Renee, you guys make sure you guys check her out on the social media. This is where you get these books. She's the author of of all three of these books and the poems that you're hearing here right now. So this one is called... Um, which, who played who? Who played who? Oh, all right. Let's get into this one. <laughs> all he wanted to do was fuck me. I wanted to love him and hope in return that he'll love me. All he wanted to do was fuck me. So I let him fuck me over and over. He loved it. So he kept fucking me. 
I kept letting him because it brought me closer to him each time. My love for him was growing deeper and deeper. His love for fucking me grew too. I told him I loved him. He said, I love you too. We did this for a good two years. I'm ready to get married to him. He's not feeling that. So I took a step back, telling him he's wrong for that. Playing with my feelings all these years got me in this position. Tears in my eyes. He's telling me I had shit twisted. I'm all upset because he's taking my love for a game. Posting a status, calling him a lame. Talking about how all these dudes the same. Then I got a reality check. I knew since day one all he wanted was sex. And just because the sex was right and tight, and just because he came to fuck, I took that as a way into his heart. I had in my mind that we would never grow apart. See, I was the one with the secret motives and intentions. I came up with the thought that if he loved to have sex with me, he would fall in love with me. So why am I playing a victim now? He didn't play me. I played myself. See, he told me the truth. I took it upon myself to not accept his truth. Sometimes as women, we tend to hear what we want to hear when it comes to these dudes. Dope, dope, dope. What is, what is the name of that again? Give us one more time. Who, who played, played who? who? Who played who when that's in um, um, Nine Renee's. Um, you guys can check her out on all the social media. Um, that one has more more of the... the um, that's in between. I think I think yeah. that was perfect because because I think you got one more that you're gonna do that's supposed to go over. But that first one, super about love relationships. Second one had a lot of fucking me's in there. Um, but <laughs> it's <laughs> so it it wasn't it, but but it also wasn't like you said it wasn't like in a sensual way though. Like where right. you know what I mean? That's it's a double metaphor, and I totally got that. Where you're like, oh, I let him, you know what I mean? Oh, I let you fuck me more than once. You like that's definitely a metaphor for like, yeah, you screwed me over. I I didn't care that you screwed me over, and so that's that's definitely a a funny way to put it. You know, well, not funny way, but a clever way. You know, I guess. Yeah, I got what and, you're saying. In a way, you yeah, know, it, that it is the poetry. It was like we do it. that as women because, you know, a lot of times I have to be honest before I go into this third book. I just have to be honest with a lot of situations we tend to put ourselves in because a lot of times the men will tell us exactly what they about, what they want to do, and we just put on, oh, he's treating me like this. But I always said, even though he might be taking you out, taking you to the movies, y'all eating, y'all hanging out, he might... um hold hands with you and showing you all this affection but if he say he's not ready for a relationship in the beginning don't get all caught up in what he's doing thinking that y'all gonna be in a relationship no because, because like you said he still have to stick to his word because most guys are just that genuine you know they're just that emotional expressive but that doesn't mean he wants to be tied down to just one individual so a lot of times we miss things um because we are having our thoughts oh He's showing me this, so we 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 together. We more than what we think, and we just get excited, and he just we try have to get in your pants. more into the relationship than they do, right? He trying to get up in that. He's I'm gonna do whatever it takes for you to let me 
have a little taste of the cake. <laughs> you want to go to the movies? We go into the movies, baby. <laughs> what are we doing tonight? And then get a date into the cake. But see, what I noticed, though, men don't like a woman that throws that back at them. Like, I'm learning that men don't men don't like a woman that's so direct because they feel used. I get all the time, like, damn, like, you just cold-hearted. Like, you just, I'm like, I'm not cold-hearted. What are you talking about? Nah, that's the like, best one. You just don't, you just don't show like, dang, you're like that. Like, you just built, like, you ain't, like, you just called me to make a dick appointment. You don't, you don't want to go to the movies or nothing. Like, no, I take my stuff to the movies. Like, why right. need No, I just want some dick. I got to take my kids to the movies. What I want to go to the movies with you for? I got to take my kids to the movies. Or, or, you know, I'm like, I don't take you serious. You know, you, you just attractive to me. You have the right anatomy for me. And yeah. I'm, I'm feeling our bond, but I, I would not be faithful to you because right. we're not on the same court. You know what I mean? I'm vibrating on a higher level, but every now and then I, I want to come to my lower level and get some deep. Do you but feel that's it, on you, though, too? In your um, mindset of, of how you you think that has to do with some of the stuff that you write about in your poetry and stuff like that, that's kind of made your mindset kind of that way? I want to say part of it. Um, part of it is that because of what I already went through. Uh-huh. So now that I'm learning me, I'm so, I'm, I'm so high off being single with just me because... I love solitude, you know, and I love sharing the bed by myself, you know. So me, I think that it's going to take a certain type of man that really shows me um, that he's really down for me. Um, no, I because I value loyalty. It's, I value loyalty. Yeah, loyalty is huge. And it's also big whenever people don't realize when you get comfortable being alone, that you don't right. really want to be around people. No matter, like, even though we live in situations and do jobs that are, like, public, like, oh, hey, you talk to a whole bunch of people and you do a whole bunch of right. stuff. You're like, I don't actually like to hang out with people. Like, Me either. I like to hang Me, out by I, myself. I tell people all the time, I don't like people. Yeah. I don't like people. I would rather <laughs> go home like, and be, there's like, all right, my dog's here and, you know, that's cool. I got to take my dog out. That's all I got to worry about. I don't want to be worried about what the hell you got going on after I've been out doing whatever the hell hey. I've been doing. Now I got to worry, you, you in my house? Like, what you doing in my house still? <laughs> like, go home. You don't got a home. You're like, we live together. You're like, oh, shit, that's right. This is your house, too. And even right now, I don't believe, I don't, I don't feel, I'm not feeling monogamy. So right. it's like, I want three different men. I want three different kings. Like, I want that. At the that, same time? That's where I'm at. <laughs> You nasty. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not just. It's not just for that though. It's for emotional because. Well, okay, what I learned with that is, I come in kind encounter with a lot of different guys that I never had sexual experiences with, but right. each of them give me something um, mentally. Um, some of them are more romantic than the ones that I'd be really strongly interested in. So. I realized I shouldn't deny myself for something that I like on top of, I shouldn't hold him accountable for doing something that he just doesn't do. I don't, I shouldn't have to force romance on this person if that's not their thing. And I can meet somebody that is their thing. And this person that like romance probably don't like to throw me across the wall and fuck the shit out me, but this one do. So I can't force them to do something that I like 
and it's not their thing. I want everybody to be their authentic self. So in order for me to have that, I have to, I feel like it's kind of like building my man. So if I had to have three different parts to build that guy for me, then I feel like the hell it's my life. I'm going to do whatever makes me happy. I'm just going to be open and honest with these men. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hide behind their back and I'm not going to disrespect them. And I'm going to give each of them my time and my undivided attention. But we're going to always have an understanding. Because even if I was to get married, I think I would want separate rooms for my husband. Just because I, I, I'm so used to sleeping in bed by myself. now, And I, I love my, my bed is my sanctuary. That's my personal space. That I, I put a certain amount of energy in it. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why right now I'm just learning more about me because like i said that might be me now i'm you might meet me six months from now but like nayana are you still on that stuff and i'm like no i need me one person you know what i'm saying so that's just me part of learning myself and i feel like you're going to be so contradictory when it comes to yourself to the point until you really learn yourself and i and i really think that it's a never-ending cycle as long as you got breath in your body you're constantly on that journal journey to find who you are and it's just the people along the way that's okay with that journey that's gonna last and yeah, that's what i'm i'm just trying to find people that's going to come along on my journey and understand and we just have that open honest relationship uh, and we're going to respect each other's boundaries I think what you said was was real deep, and there's a lot of layers to it. But the first one that I want to touch on is <laughs> there ain't no way you getting three motherfucking dudes that's gonna be cool. With hanging, you gonna you gonna get somebody murdered out this motherfucker. Hanging out, that's my girl. What you think? You giving her emotional support? I be giving her the D. I give her the D. You give her emotional support. They be gonna be out there. You gonna have a motherfucking a brawl in the damn yard. You gonna be out there motherfucking just three three motherfuckers in the yard just fighting like a motherfucker over you asses. I love her. I love her more. I give her emotional support. I give her the D. He said I took her to the movies. I'm spending money. Shit. He gonna be the maddest one. The one the one that's been taking you to the movies gonna be the maddest one. He's like what you been fucking her? You've been giving her emotional support. I've been taking her to the movies, man. That's just like $16 every time we go. He'll be mad as shit. He's going to be the one killing everybody. He's going to be the dude who's taking you to the movies. He's the nicest one. I took you to the movies. I thought that's what you wanted to do. <laughs> you said you were. You said you, were, you didn't the, need any D. Yeah. the movies to me. Yeah, the other guys in there. Yeah, oh, shit. I've been, I've been laying it down. You're like, oh, man, what? He's been the one getting all after everything we did. Hell nah, there's no way you got three that you can get three guys that are gonna be that are knocking and not fight over you about that. Um, here's the thing too though, do you think that it it is? Like, do you think that with your thinking with do you think that you've never met one person that could give you all all three of the aspects that you were just talking about? Um not all three. Um, two out of three. Um and I came close, but it <laughs> it was a complicated situation. Yeah, small. Um, yeah, he was small married. Oh, oh, <laughs> gee, oh no! Oh no! Oh. But so it couldn't work. You know, it, it would it would have worked for me because you know, um, 
I can't say nothing I was about team that poly, I was team polyamorous, but I was like, if your wife said it's okay for us to date, then I'm cool. And and he just couldn't get that permission. So I yeah, yeah. I did. I, I, had I, f- I don't want to have another woman out here looking stupid. You I know had, what I mean? So I didn't care. I love honesty. I love honesty. Like just be honest. If you're married, if you're in a situation, that's cool with me. I always pick and I joke and I be like, you know what? Ain't no single men out here that's good. Um, I'm gonna find me a nice couple to settle down with. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie because I definitely had a fling like a couple summers ago with one of my ex girlfriends and she is married now too. But that was that's a, that's maybe one of the worst things that. And actually, I, I'm not even gonna lie to myself. That might not be the worst thing that I've ever done. But it is one. It's on the top of the list <laughs> up there. But I definitely. Okay. We were in on it. She was in on it. I knew that she was married. You know what I mean? And she knew that I knew she was married. So it was a thing. So it wasn't, um, it wasn't, you know, but, you know, I'm not going to talk too much about that. Allegedly. I guess allegedly. I say the, the best for me. Allegedly. I know. I guess I say the best for last. Yeah, we'll do one more because we got to get out of here in a couple minutes. Um, but let's get into okay, one more. Fine. Give everybody your social media one more time before you do this, bump. And then. Nayana Renee. Nayana Renee. At, at, yeah. IG, Facebook, and YouTube. And also, if you want to purchase any of my merchandise, my books, I have books, shirts, pins, everything on my site at nayanarene.com. That's N-I-A-N-A-R-E-N-E-E.com. And if you forget any of that shit, just put my name in the Google. Google know me. You Google can, recognizes me. Well, you guys can also check out all of this on the playback. If you guys go to the iTunes, um, iTunes, you type in below the deck or Nick F A L T Z. That's my name. And below the deck will come up and your name will be on here. Now and Renee, it'll have your show up here. It has all the past shows that have been up here. Shout out JT. Also, before we get into this, cause we got to go in a minute. We're going to let you read this poem too, but shout out JT and big woo and everybody over there for helping me set up, you know, Diana Renee is another one who's on here. You guys can check out all the other label mates and all these other people over here. But let's get into this last poem. What's this poem called? It's called Untitled Erotic. Ooh, Untitled Erotic. <laughs> well, let's get okay. into that one. Slowly, slowly, mm, ever so slowly. Pull out your dick and let me taste it. A shot of you mixed with pineapple juice to chase it. Give me all of it. I'm trying to get black girl wasted. Sexual amnesia. Temporary memory loss. Sore pussy and wet draw. Your dick side effects. Pussy throbbing and leaking. Lips glossy smelling like coconut oil. Pink plum quick. Come clear as water. I call that nut Casper, but the pussy not friendly. Get on your knees. Not hard to please. Love the way that king size dick feel inside me. I can take it. Put it all in me. Give me lucid dreams. Damn, I forgot the last time. Made me forget my last line. So let me rewind it back. Get behind me. Feel this heat. Visions of you and me sitting naked in a Cadillac heated seat. We in the street on a late night creek. Beat goes the horn as my arm hit it. Tasting the tip of your meat like I'm a chef. Catering to my fetish. You're just right for my health. Push my head down until my knees touch my elbows, my ass on your face. We need more space. Yoga in a circle on my tippy toes. You got a finger and tongue occupying a hole. 
damn, I want some more. Give me some more. Can I have some more? Can I get a refill of dick? Can I get a refill of dick? Can I get a refill of dick? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Now let me blow your mind. I told you this goddess pussy is one of a kind. Now get up in it. Ladies and gentlemen, Niana Renee, sorry, you threw me off. <laughs> that just got too much. Woo! Woo! You got hot in here. Whoa! Oh, okay. Okay, we see where you at on here. And we have to go, though. It is, we are two minutes past my time. Um, I got to get out of here. But I appreciate you for stopping by. Niana Renee. Thank you. Uh, make sure you guys check her out on social media everywhere. Um, on all the social media platforms, it's Niana Renee at at all of those on Facebook, on the um, IG, and she's not on the Twitter. But you guys check that out, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, man. We'll catch you next week. We got a special show with Big Woo Radio and JT, man. We got something crazy coming. So thank you. Thank you, Niana, for coming through. Thank you for having me. Peace. All right, Paige.